welcome to Think with Sarav. So glad you're here. The purpose of this podcast is to help you grow deeper in relationship with God. And if you don't believe in God, please stay tuned because there's great content here you don't want to miss. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and share. Now here is Sarav. Hi, thank you for joining with me. I'm really excited about today. I'm really excited. I'm grateful that you have decided to join in and listen to this podcast. It is it is an awesome time to learn and to grow and to participate in this incredible world to help and give something to the world, right? You're here to learn something, here to learn from my title. Probably you heard and listened about and saw the title Bear Grills and you decided to join in. And believe me, he is one of my favorite guy on the planet. One of those people that I've learned so much and watched him as a kid and always admired his bravery and courageousness. That's who I, I grew up listening to him, watching him, and then act upon many things. It is my privilege and really a privilege to bring something, some lessons that I learned from him. It's odd that uh, people from my profession would be really interested and admire admirer of the profession of this adventurous world that is true although i am much more a proclaimer of the message of jesus christ our lord and savior much more i want to i want to help you grow in the area of your spiritual journey i want to help you excel in the life you live for christ but sometimes i do like to uh, share something what i learn outside of my faith and this is one of those times you can learn from these people and then grow and then take what is important. They will help you grow and they'll help you. They'll make you better you were yesterday than today. They'll make you better today. I want to share something, uh, a biography of Bear Grylls, although he doesn't need any uh, introduction because the world knows him as an adventurer guy, British adventurer guy, right? But his name is Edward Michael. Bear is the name given by her sister. And Bear Grylls is a British adventurer. He's a writer. He writes a lot of books, especially today. What I'll be sharing is from one of his books that I, what I learned, lessons, five lessons that I learned, five quotes that I'm going to expound on are from one of his books. And he's a television presenter. And that's no surprise to us, right? And he's a businessman, too. That is that might come as a surprising to many people. He is a he's an entrepreneur. He's a businessman. He's an investor. And Grills uh, first drew attention after embarking on a number of adventures. Right? He was he was widely known uh, when Man vs. Wild came out on television. We saw it. Like we all we we kids watched him go through jungles, travel, jump off the helicopter and parachute, and we we've seen him do, do crazy stuff. And I especially I I watched him as a child on the on the television, and sometime in awe, right? How does this guy do it? And sometime in disgust, man, you see the peculiar and unreal and, and realistic way of portraying this unrealistic way of portraying this really survival techniques, and you go, oh my. God, goodness, I don't want to eat that. I don't want to chew on that. I don't want to drink that. And you hate what it does, but you love how he does it. How he does it. You don't want. You, you never want to eat a worm to survive. You'd never want to drink your own urine to survive. And you don't want to slip in a camel's belly to survive, would you? I would not. It would be very difficult. Probably, if I was in the brink of total collapse and I was going to die, then that's another story. But on a regular ordinary day, I don't think I would want to do any of those what um, Bear Grylls does. 
So that's that's what we love about him. He is he we love him because he's courageous, he's adventurous, his aptitude is beyond I mean display, he displays one thing and then what he displays on the television I think does not justify what he has been through from the childhood until now. So recently I read a I read an autobiographical book by him. It's called Mud, Sweat and Tears. And literally he talks about all of those times and adventures where he had to go through mud and he had to sweat and tears and blood also I would say he was basically describing his adventures life in this book and from childhood how he got into royal army he was the young one of the youngest person to get in the royal army be selected and then he was the youngest uh, from royal army to he was he was youngest to climb the mount everest he was the youngest to conquer that that magnanimous mountain that's incredible i would say incredible i would not even at this age of my life i would not dare i would not dare to you know climb the mount everest without being scared but this guy in his young aptitude a prime of his life he was climbing mount everest and from there he became one of the popular personalities tv personalities personalities through man versus wild and this is where we saw him, right? Most of the time we saw him on the television, saw him climbing through those dangerous cliff and, uh, and swimming through those dangerous looking rivers and lakes and freezing to death. All those kind of things we saw him and admire him for his courageousness. And I read this book. In this book, he talks a lot of a lot of things about a lot of things. I'm, I'm, I was so inspired by the end of the book. I was so motivated. I wanted to do something in the world. I wanted to make an impact like he did. I wanted to do something incredible. I wanted to possess that kind of mindset that would help me excel to another level. So if you want to go through and, and read about him, if you love his work, and then you want to expand in your knowledge and and know about his personal life, I would highly recommend to pick this book up and read. And it will help you tremendously to shape your mindset and frame your outlook in life, how you can do literally anything you put your mind to, literally anything. But I hope you do something better for the society. I hope you do something better for yourself. I hope you seek God and believe and trust in Jesus. And because it doesn't mean that you can do anything means that you have to do anything that does uh, that does not benefit to the society in the in the larger scale. By and large, you have to be very careful where you tap your impact into. Now to the podcast. So I have highlighted five quotes directly from his book, this, this book that I was talking about, Mud, Sweat, and Tears. And they stood out to me. They stood out to me. They stuck in my mind. I read this book like two years ago, maybe, but it, it got into me. It has possessed me. It has transformed me. It has given me a new perspective to look, and it has inspired me. Whenever I am low in life, whenever I feel uh, discouraged, and if I feel something along the line, I always read these quotes. I go in the Bible. I pray, but also sometimes I skim through these quotes, and they just provide me another fresh perspective in life, and they, they, they really encourage me, and I hope it they encourage you, too. I have a lot of highlighted things on this book, actually a lot of them, but you know, I have decided to pick just five of them. I want to share on what I what stood out most to me, and I want you to learn by the end of this podcast, take something away from here. I hope you already started to get something. I hope you already had started to uh, begin to 
I have begun to provoke your thoughts and and the areas of your life by just saying and starting these things by just introducing you uh, Bear Grylls. I've started some kind of thoughts and imagination in your mind. I hope so, at least. But now let's get started. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read his code first, and then I'm going to expound on it. I'm going to give a commentary in a way. I'm going to make it applicable to you so that you can uh, you can tap into it and put your life in application with this code. Not just they are pretty, but actually to help yourself. Five things that I want to talk about. Number one, number one thing that Bear Grylls says, quit quitting, right? Quit quitting. This is the quote. Now, quote, I knew that nothing good in life ever came from quitting, that there would be a plenty of time for rest when the, when the hard time was finished. But such thoughts are easier said than done when you are being broken. In this code, he's talking about his training. He was going through Royal Army training process, and then they were grilling him. They were just literally grilling them. They were going through sleepless nights, and they were going through a tremendous hard labor. If you search on Google and look in Wikipedia, what is the process of selecting a Royal Army? You'll be surprised. I would never make it. But then he makes it, and by the end of the uh, training, he gets to the end of the training, and then he fails. Now he had a decision to go back and try again or or, or just quit and then go home and let's never talk about it. He had that uh, he had that decision to make. He had the choice to make in the end. So let me ask you a question. How often do you quit? Let me tell you, I was a quitter. I quit a lot of things. I did the job and I would not like it and I wanted to quit immediately. And then I would start another job and it, it would be difficult. And then I would have these thoughts just rushing in my blood to quit immediately. I wanted to get done with this. I was a quitter. However, there are things, you know, sometimes there are things that you should quit. You should quit an abusive job. You should quit an abusive relationship. You should quit certain things. Your bad habits, your addictions, your clinging to the world materials. You need to quit those things. But I'm talking about the quitting bad things here. So, and so is is Bear Grylls. He's talking about quitting the bad things in your in your life and quitting. Are you a quitter? Do you quit good things in your life? You start something and then you go, oh, my, I don't think I can do it. I feel uh, I, I feel pressed. I feel pruned. I, I feel really difficult at this time. It's challenging. And then you quit. You see, he's saying that nothing easier comes with quitting. Life doesn't get easier. Because remember, when you are going through your life and you have something incredible to achieve in your life, and then you quit, there's no achievement, there's no accomplishment. People do not tell the stories of people who quit constantly. They don't tell a story about people who give give up Im- immediately or easily. They tell the story of the people, heroes, uh, the people, the warrior, those who didn't quit, they continually survived. They fought against the odds, fought against the currents, and they made it happen. Those are the stories we tell about. Those are the stories you want to, we want to hear. And here, Bear Grylls didn't quit either. And we tell his story now. We are talking about him, aren't we? And we're talking about him, aren't we? Yes, we are. So I want you to not quit. If you are a quitter, and then if you continually quit, maybe it's time to let's think, rethink life. You need to see what's good in life. You need to see what are you quitting. You need to check upon yourself. That's what I want to do. I want you to check upon your life. So if you are a quitter for good things, then you need to start 
investigating. That's the first step you need to do. Begin by investigating why you constantly quit. What makes you a quitter? Um, Paul, Apostle Paul, remember, if he had quit, Apostle Paul, if he had quit uh, spreading, spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ, the West that we know now, the America we know now, wouldn't be as civilized, wouldn't be as successful as, as it is right now because uh, Apostle Paul helped spread the message of Jesus Christ across the nations. And because of that message, we are saved and we live a life that is joyful and happy and because he talked about Jesus Christ, the Lord who saves from our sins, because we know that he didn't quit when it was time to quit. If you read about Apostle Paul, you will see he went through tremendous trials, challenges that we cannot even imagine to go through them. And you are a quitter. Then you need to understand it is not just about you. It's not about your own personal thing. It is about somebody else somebody else's life that hinges upon your decision right now. So you might end up quitting those things, which are bad, but you need to stop and ask yourself when you quit the good things. In order to now, in order to live a consistent life, a meaningful life without quitting, here's something you need to do. Well, again, investigate. Begin by examining everything. Ask questions. What triggers quitting? What triggers your life to be such a hopelessness? Why do you get in a position where you have to question everything? And then you go downhill immediately. Why does that happen? Ask yourself question. Examine. A life that is not examined is not worth living. Uh, Aristotle said that. I, I'm assuming uh, Socrates came up with that first because he was his, you know, he was his disciple. But life that is not examined is not worth living. But that does not mean you go, you know, quit your life. That just means that you need to examine, investigate what's going on in your life. And if you are a quitter, why are you a quitter? Seek help from the Holy Spirit. If you cannot find out, like you cannot find out why you constantly quit, you constantly are so discouraged, you need to go seek help from the Holy Spirit. And then find accountability partner who can help you account, who can hold you accountable. In times when there are challenges, you need encouragement, right? You need encouragement from your partner. You need encouragement for your church. You need encouragement for your friends. And if you do not find encouragement anywhere, you will get encouragement from reading the Bible. So if you quit constantly, if you feel like you are being pressed, you're being uh, depressed, you are so worried about current life, you need to have some people in your life who can speak truth and encouragement in your life and be courageous in other things. You need to be courageous. Courageous people are the people who do not quit. They know that time will come when they will rise above the current situation. They, they will rise beyond the shadow. They will rise beyond this cloud that makes you so worried about things and you quit. Courageous people stick around. They don't quit, when, especially when they know that there will nothing, there will nothing come good by quitting. Finally, commit. You need to have commitment. You need to promise yourself, you need to promise people around you that you will stick around this time. You will not quit. So that's how you can be a no quitter. Quit quitting. Listen to Bear Grylls. He said, quit quitting. You need to quit quitting. Ask yourself what good thing you recently quit. Another thing is, he says, quit making excuses. This is a very impactful quote for me. He says, quote, I am also willing to bet that Neil Armstrong, 
the first man on the moon, Sir Edmund, Edmund Hillary, who climbed the Mount Everest, the first man to climb Mount Everest, or even Thomas Edison, trying thousands and thousands of times to make the light bulb work, had a lot of good list of excuses that, that they could have used too, end quote. This is this is Bear Grylls saying if you want to make an excuse, you'll get you'll get the reason. Ask for limitation and you will have it. Ask for excuses and you will have it. And you know, my friend, I have heard many people constantly come up with reasons why they wouldn't do it, why they shouldn't do it, why they couldn't do it, why they won't, and they make a lot of excuses. I hear them all the time and I ask them, why don't you pursue the best thing you want to do in your life? Why don't you pursue your passion? And they will say, Well, there's not enough money or well there is you know i I don't have time for that i can't learn that anymore i can't do it anymore i am depressed my life is so painful my life is going downhill i have i'm going through rough paths right now and they have a list of excuses some people make excuses out of fear they are afraid of things and that's why they make excuses and some people write out just they're just procrastinator they make excuses because they procrastinate. They know to pursue the dream. They know to pursue life goal, calling your purpose. You'll need to be active. And they they know it will take time and commitment and they don't want to do it. And they just procrastinate. They go with the easy way, not the way that will lead them a satisfactory life. So there are, again, there are rarely legit and genuine reasons too. I'm not uh, badgering those instances but i'm just saying the instances where you have a decision and choices and you still come up with an excuse that's when you said you see if you want to become this influential person impactful person in the world you need to stop making excuses neil armstrong didn't make excuses he could have said well nobody has gone up in the space i might die i don't want to go up there why would i take a risk he could have said that and nobody would knew nobody would know who neil armstrong is and then Edmund Hillary would have said, this is a gigantic mountain. I don't want to climb on it. What if I died? Or what if that happens? He, he could have easily made excuses. And we wouldn't even question that today. But somebody else would come and be the first person to climb the Mount Everest. So if today, if there's anything that you're putting off, and if there's anything that you're making excuses, you need to ask yourself, why are you doing that? Did you make an excuse to why you don't want to clean up your room today? Did you make an excuse by saying, why didn't, why didn't you want to read books? You said, I don't have enough time. Why didn't you want to read your Bible? Because you couldn't read, because you, have, you had other things to do. And you didn't pray. You didn't spend time with God today because you came up with constantly these excuses that made you feel better at the moment, but they will rob the joy from your life. They will rob your impact, your glory, God's glory from your life. Remember, what are the excuses that you're making? Imagine again, Apostle Paul making excuses. Imagine Peter making excuses. Imagine these people making excuses right and left. Imagine if guy who made electricity was making excuses. Imagine what would happen. Imagine if, if a person in your life, your teacher making excuses. Imagine people who make impact in the world, doctors making excuses. We'd lose lives. There would be no one to treat us. And that happens if you start making excuses. So what is the excuse that you are making? Well, find out and look and examine. Now, why do you, why do you, what do you need to do? Again, the simple answer is investigate. Find, find what's going on in your life. Take inventory of everything. And when you make excuses, catch yourself in the moment and say, why am I making excuses again? Why is it easy to say, 
come up with a reason not to do it instead of immediately doing it. Ask yourself and position yourself to be a successful person, not a failure. How to not make excuses? Well, find out by investigating again. That I said it enough, so you know about it. And then look for inspiration. My inspiration to continue to do is do anything that I do, making podcasts, videos, and going to school. All of that, my inspiration is God. I do it for God, and then I am passionate about it. And I, I always get really excited to do these things because that's where I am passionate about. You need to look for the inspiration to continue your work. Why don't you read the Bible, find out the inspiration, find out the inspiration, and then think of others. Again, I do all of these things so that you can listen to it today and be inspired today. And then I, I, I perhaps, I hope and I pray that I'm able to provoke a thought in your mind that you may be, you, that you may want to seek God, that you may want to seek peace in your life, that you may, may want to seek purpose in your life in a meaningful way. So your success and the betterment of the society depends on what you're doing today without making excuses at your job, at your school, all of the time. Who leads your life? Who is your boss? Remember, if excuse is your boss, you need to give up excusing. You need to excuse the excuse. That's second thing we learn from Bear Grylls' quote. And third, he says, quit wishing and quit quit wishing and start acting. He says, quote, our dreams are just wishes if we never follow them through with action. And in life, you have got to be able to light your own fire, end quote. Remember, wishes will bring nothing. Wishes are, this wishful thinking is just a, it's just a cloud. It's a mist. It just disappears. And wishful thinking never brings anything in your life. It doesn't even bring satisfaction. It just brings disappointment because you wish you were somebody. You, you wish that you, you, you had been somewhere. You wish that you started something today that you really wanted to do. You wish that you started a business. You, you wish you started a video a YouTube YouTube channel. You wish all of those things, but the wishing never does anything good to your life. What are the things that you are wishing today? Like, like Bear Grylls is saying here, he says, you need to follow through with the action in your life. If you're just wishing and you, you've never followed through action, then that is just deceiving yourself. And my friend, I want to encourage you today to seek God to seek God and ask Him, where is the area that you need to start acting? Where is the area that you need to go and muster the courage to pursue it? Maybe it is time. It is time you need to ask God's assistance. You need to ask for God. You need to really seek what matters to you most today and start acting. You need, you need to, he said, again, you have to be able to light your own fire. What does that mean? What he's saying there is you need to, you need to, Light passion inside of you. You need to do this. You need to bring stir passion in your heart. You need to be able to wake yourself up and then walk and motivate and do the things that are necessary and important in your life, which gives you purpose. You need to do those things. You cannot just wish. Wishful thinking leads to disappointment. Remember that. It only brings discouragement. If you do not act upon it, your dreams, your wishes only are, they're just like cloud and the mist that disappear. So, if you want to be successful in your life, if you want to pursue what you are called to do, you need to follow your wishful thinking by actions and disciplines and courage. And the fourth thing, fourth thing he says, quit choosing anything over God. That basically says, 
You need to put God above everything else. He says, quote, It is easy to be cynical and to think you do not need help when all is going your way. But if selection taught me anything, he's talking about the selection of his army process, taught me anything, it is that we all have our limits. To push beyond those limits sometimes requires something beyond just ourselves. That is God. He's talking about God. That is what my faith, Christianity faith, has given me. A secret strength and help when I have needed it most. End quote. What is your strength? Where does your strength come from? If your strength do not come from God, then it's a limited strength. Every step of our lives, remember, every step, every areas of our lives are washed over by God. If you don't know Jesus in your life, again, if you do not know him, you must seek him today. You must be saved in Christ Jesus. Every part of our life is determined by God's grace. If you, if you do not have Jesus in your life, you're missing out on big things. Because Jesus is the ultimate hope and he's the ultimate strength of your life. You are limiting yourself, not only for the temporary or this life, you're limiting yourself from eternity too. Eternity is where you're going to spend with him. And if you are not careful today, seeking the truth and finding the way in life, which is Jesus Christ, you might not have enough strength and peace and joy in this life, as well as the next life that is coming, where you will be separated from Christ. My friend, I wanted to encourage you today. In God alone, in Jesus alone, you'll find peace, joy, happiness, and success. Like Bear Grylls is saying here that he finds his secret strength, secret strength in Jesus. He finds his hope in Jesus. He says, even though I am this ultimate adventurer, I have done adventurous things. I have accomplished more, more than anybody could. Even though I do that, he says, I am limited. I cannot do it. These are humanly possible things. If I'm not in God, in Christ, my success, my hope, my safety is limited. That is what he's saying. He's saying, quit choosing anything over God. If something else is driving your life right now and you are looking for peace in the world, that is time that you've come to Jesus. Find what's that about because the success with peace not just success with hopelessness. Success with peace happens when God is at the center of your life. I want to encourage you that today, that choose God. And finally, fifth thing, he says, quit discouraging yourself and start. And that's very important. This is what he says, quote, When you stand at the bottom of a mountain, you can rarely see a clear route to the top. It is too far away and path too twisty and hidden behind obstacles. The only way to climb the sucker is to start and then keep putting one foot in front of the other one step at a time, end quote. This is what he says in his book. He says, you know, you look at the mountain and look at the top and you go, oh my goodness, the size of that mountain is discouraging me. I don't, I don't think I'll ever get there. I don't think I'll ever be that successful. I don't think I'll ever get there. That's, that's what you're thinking. Then he says, take your foot and make a step, make a move. This is a great obstacle in our calling and purpose that we think it is so big we cannot accomplish and we we rather not start it. We rather keep it just low and we rather leave it alone. That's what we do. But my friend, you need to find your calling and purpose and then start doing the things that you, you should have been doing, right? That's what he says. You need to keep putting one foot in front of the other one step at a time. 
There is no secret sauce. There is no shortcut. There is nothing that you can do it immediately. You need hard work. You need intentionality. You need to look for the opportunities. You need to look for the opportunities to become this person that God has called you to be. Have you see? Have you sought your purpose? Do you know what you're called to do? Do you know where you're called to be? If you do not, then seek God who reveals everything to you. Seek today what is your purpose on this planet. Once you know what you're supposed to be doing, you will start living. You will start living every single day with joy. And I want to encourage you to start small. Start small. You need to start small. and But you need to start. And then don't be discouraged by the size of the mountain. Focus on the steps. You will climb. You'll take one step at a time. And in no time, you'll reach at the top of the mountain. And finally, enjoy the process. Don't hate the process. You need to love the process. You need to love the process. Think better. Think big. These are the things you need to do. If you seek a task that is bigger than in size, remind yourself that today you can take one step and you will be closer one step to that mountain. That's what Bear uh, Grylls is saying. These are the five lessons that I learned. These are the five lessons I learned. I hope you are, you are encouraged today. Again, number one, he says, quit, quit quitting. Don't quit. He says, again, quit making excuses. And then finally, he says, quit wishing, start acting. And then he says, quit choosing anything over God. Finally, quit discouraging yourself and start now. So my friend, I hope you got something out of it. And I hope you start learning today. I hope you start growing today. I, I hope you start picking up that book. I hope you start praying and picking up the Bible and read that and seek God today. And then ask God to lead your life in a way that glorifies and honors Him. If you quit something, making excuses in your life, stop doing those things and live life intentionally. Live life purposefully. Live life in order to glorify God. Live life not with a temporary mindset, but eternal mindset. Thank you very much for, for listening. I hope you have a great and wonderful day.